朋友们，大家好。Hello, friends. Welcome to Spiritual Wai Mai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 ，delivering the spiritual food to you wherever you are. 无论你在何处，我们为你速递属天灵粮。This spiritual Wai Mai is a part of a series entitled "Mission Accomplished: The Mission of Jesus Christ, as Told by Matthew and Now Lived Out by You and Me." Matthew 13 is a chapter of parables. Seven parables, to be exact. The first one is Jesus's seminal parable of the sower that describes the four types of hearts that receive the seed of the message of the kingdom. After describing these types of hearts, Jesus becomes the sower, planting six seeds. The parables. The following six parables all describe the same thing: the kingdom of heaven. He concludes his extensive teaching on the kingdom of heaven by telling his listeners that those who have been instructed in the kingdom of heaven will have new and old treasures. In the six parables about the kingdom of heaven, each story has main characters actively doing something, such as planting seeds, kneading yeast into dough, searching for pearls, and pulling up fish a fishing net. All of this heavy lifting. Toiling, searching, and baking suggests that the kingdom of heaven is something we are actively a part of right now. The first three parables Jesus told in public with no explanation. Then later, when he was alone with the disciples, he explained the first parable and then told them three more. Jesus was serious about sharing the secrets of the kingdom of heaven only with those who had ears to hear. In this article, we will take close look at the first three parables Jesus publicly shared: the parable of the weeds, the parable of the mustard seed, and the parable of the yeast. Do we have ears to hear? What did Jesus want us to know about the kingdom of heaven? Are we also active characters in this story? Parable of the weeds, Matthew chapter thirteen, verses twenty-four to thirty. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field, but while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, "Sir, don't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from?" An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, "Do you want us to go and pull them up?" "No," he answered, "because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters: first, collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then, gather the wheat and bring it into my barn." This parable makes a clear distinction between good seed and weeds. The good seed produced such a precious crop that an enemy wanted to destroy it, and the owner wanted to preserve it at all costs, even if it meant allowing the wicked weeds to flourish for a time. The disciples didn't understand the meaning of this parable. Some time later, when they were alone with Jesus in a house, they asked him to explain the story. But before they had some private time with him to understand the secrets, he taught two more mysterious parables to the crowd. Parable of the mustard seed, Matthew chapter thirteen, verses thirty-one to thirty-two. He told them another parable. 
The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds come and perch in its branches. Once again, Jesus uses the image of a seed sower, but this time there is just one seed, one very tiny seed that a man purposefully plants in his field. This tiny seed has an incredible growth potential, and once it starts to grow, it becomes a tree that attracts birds looking for a perch. Parable of the Yeast Jesus then tells the parable of a woman baking bread. I can personally identify with the woman in this story. There was a time in my life when I had a hobby of baking bread. I enjoyed the process and rhythm of working and resting, working and resting. I would work the dough with my hands, but then after kneading it, there was nothing I could do but rest and wait and wait for the yeast to do its work and the dough to rise. Then I would place it in the oven and wait for the delicious smell of fresh bread to fill my home. Matthew chapter 13, verse 33. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. When making bread, a very small amount of yeast is required to rise in the dough, creating the soft and light texture of fresh baked bread that is so enjoyable, especially straight out of the oven. Maybe I loved the process of baking so much because of my reward of fresh homemade bread. Both the mustard seed and yeast are incredibly small and seemingly inconsequential in comparison to the large field and the 60 pounds of flour. How could a tiny seed alter an entire field? How can a small amount of yeast cause every pound of 60 pounds of flour to rise? The seed and the yeast may be small, but their growth potential is great and unstoppable. Once they begin to grow, their influence is massive. The concept of the least growing to become the greatest is a hallmark of Jesus' Kingdom of Heaven teachings. When the disciples later asked him who was the greatest in the Kingdom of Heaven, he called a child standing among them. Matthew chapter 18, verses 3 to 6. And he said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The smallest will become the greatest, the last shall be first, the servant will become the honored one. In this way, the kingdom of heaven is developed. The tiny mustard seed contains all that is needed to grow into a great tree that is seen and enjoyed by all. The yeast will affect the entire batch of dough, allowing it to grow to become mouth-watering bread. The Kingdom of Heaven, growth potential that is unstoppable. The Kingdom of Heaven will always grow, and no one can stop it. Trendy clothes may come and go. Viral videos become distant memories. New cool apps become quickly outdated. Kingdoms rise and fall. But the kingdom of heaven is always growing, always influencing, and it will never be stopped. At times, it may appear small and inconsequential, but it is mighty and changes the world. It is mighty in you. And when you plant the seeds and work the yeast into the dough, 
there will be an eternal effect. The man who planted the mustard seed cannot take credit for the greatness of the mustard tree. The woman working the yeast in the dough cannot boast about her ability to cause dough to rise. The man merely planted the seed, and the woman just worked the yeast into the dough. We can never take credit for the power of the kingdom of heaven in us or this world. We do our part to implant the kingdom wherever we go, but it is God himself who causes the kingdom to expand. How is the kingdom of heaven growing in you? How are you planting the seed and working the yeast into the lives of those around you? Will God use you as a carrier of the kingdom of heaven in society? The parable of the weed explained. As soon as Jesus and his disciples left the crowd for the privacy of a home, the disciples asked Jesus about the meaning of the parable of the weeds. Maybe this parable had been on their mind all day. The parable itself is a bit disturbing. There is an enemy and destruction at the end. Were the disciples trying to figure out where they fit into the parable? They didn't ask about the mustard seed or the yeast parables. The ending of those parables was growth and increase. Maybe the disciples could grasp that without a clear explanation. But this parable of the weeds had them stumped, and they just had to know what it all meant. What was the secret in this story? Matthew chapter 13, verses 34 to 43. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin in all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace, where they will be, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. The Kingdom of Heaven, Mixture and then Separation In this story, we learn a disturbing truth about the kingdom of heaven. There are people in our world that are from the evil one. It is distressing to see wicked things they do in our world, and it is equally upsetting to think that people are so influenced by the devil. The good and the evil are truly mixed together in our world. Can you tell the difference between the two? Who are the wheat and who are the weeds? Jesus said that sometimes they can be mistaken for one another. But coming, there's coming a time at the end of the age there will, be a, there will be a clear separation between the righteous and the wicked. The consequences will be great. The wicked will be destroyed. The righteous will shine like the sun. We need not be the judge of the wicked on the earth. They will be exposed and punished for the evil they have done. When we see the wicked flourishing around us, let us not wonder why they are successful or wondering why God is not doing something. There will be a clear separation. On that day, may we be counted among the righteous. 
Let us all grow and shine. Jesus continues to reveal the secrets of the kingdom of heaven to us today through his word and his Holy Spirit, who is active in our lives to help us understand the teaching. Through these first three parables, let us be encouraged to seek the growth of the kingdom of God in our lives and to live lives that are set apart for God's glory. As we grow and shine for Jesus, may we proclaim his kingdom to the world today. Thanks for having some spiritual waimai with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.